Praise the Lord, everybody, on today. Minister Anthony Bonner here of Truth Turned Up Ministries coming to you live on the podcast with a word entitled, Created to Hear the Voice of God. Created to Hear the Voice of God. Nothing is more needed in today in the body of Christ within the uh, uh, people of God than to clearly hear the voice of their God. God speaks to his people. He always has. He always will. He created us for fellowship. He created us for intimacy. Once one comes into the saving knowledge and grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the process of transformation, the process of God recreating himself within that individual begins, and it is a lifelong journey that one undertakes to continue to mature into the things of God, gaining a deeper and deeper understanding of hidden truth, of mysteries that have been hidden since the beginning of the world. Now God has released these things for such a time as this. As we go back to the book of Genesis, the very first book in the Bible, and one reads it, you will see one thing that God always did was talk to his man. God fellowshiped with Adam in the garden, in the cool of the day. There were conversations. God gives instructions. These instructions supersede the five senses. They don't agree with our worldly knowledge. They don't agree with our feelings. They don't agree with our eyesight. We can't touch them. We can't feel them. These things are spiritually discerned. So the man or woman of God must be so embedded in the things of God. They must abide in him so deeply and the word must be written in their heart and so engraved in their minds that they can hear the voice of their God clearly to obey the instructions that he's going to give them to take them to the place that he's ordained for them to go. There's no other way. That's why God's people are told we are in the world, but we're not of the world. That's why the Bible tells us to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. This renewed mind is the mind of Christ. It's a divine mind. It's a supernatural mind. It's a mind that sees no impossibilities. It's a mind that can overcome all things. It's a mind that understands that my a credit score or the amount of money I have in the bank on my past don't equal up to the favor of God that is on my life. Because I can go to the word. When I have a word, I can use the word. The Bible says in the book of Job in the 22nd chapter, 28th verse, it says, thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the lights will shine upon your ways. See, I can speak a thing, but I'm only speaking what God has embedded in my heart and my renewed mind will allow me to speak because I have the understanding that God's word shall not, cannot, will not return unto me void. But I'm not speaking just anything. I'm speaking those things that God has given me through a revelation. Revelation that is a blessing simply because I have chosen to set my love upon him. I've chosen to come out of the natural world, out of the flesh, into the supernatural and into the spirit world. 
I've allowed God to separate me and hide me from the masses. Many are called, few are chosen. This has nothing to do with your denomination. This has nothing to do with your title. This has everything to do with Galatians 2 and 20. For I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and who gave himself for me. You see, I'm crucified with Christ. Because when I get crucified with Christ now, my outer ears are no longer the instruments through which communication will occur. Hallelujah. It's going to be my heart. God's going to speak directly to my heart. The still small voice will speak inside of me because no man can know the spirit of a man. Hallelujah. Unless God allows him to know the spirit of the man. That's why the Bible says, know those who labor amongst you. In the book of John, in the first chapter uh, and the fourth the book of John, one John, I'm sorry, the fourth chapter, the first verse, uh, warns us why we have to be so in tune and so connected to God to hear his voice that we're not led astray, that we don't forfeit the great inheritance that God has set aside for those who have been called to be sons for such a time as this, divine sons. The Bible says the whole world is waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God. We're not waiting on the next presidential election in the name of Jesus. We're not waiting on the next NBA or NFL champion to be crowned in the name of Jesus. We're not waiting on Bitcoin to hit a high in the name of Jesus. We're not waiting on the great resignation to stop and the employment statistics to rise so that salaries and jobs can be offered to God's people so that they can further neglect and be denied. Hallelujah their divine assignment. We're waiting on the manifestations of the sons of God. And in order to be a son of God, you got to know your daddy's voice. How do you know your daddy's voice? Because you study to show yourself approved. Hallelujah. So that God can bless you, so that he can anoint you, so that he can hide you under his feathers. Yes. So that I can be in his presence, the Bible says in uh, Psalm 16 11, that in his presence is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. And there are pleasures forevermore. The verse of scripture I was referring to, referring to in 1 John 4 and 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Thank you, Lord. Many false prophets have gone out into the world. They've not been sent. They have simply gone. You see, for many reasons, a zeal, but not according to knowledge, tradition, daddy was a pastor, grandfather was a pastor, an unction where they may have gone to theological school and felt that God was leading them in that way. But they could have started running and just like the Galatians, they could have been bewitched and got sidetracked and, and, and stopped running, uh, aborting the mission. The time we're living in right now, hearing God's voice, you see, because it's in hearing his voice 
that I access every door that the world is trying to close on me and cage me in no matter what my past was before I came into this glorious, victorious relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, because he died for my victory. My salvation is not about me dying and going to heaven. No, no, no. My salvation is about me bringing heaven into the earth. My salvation is about me being able to decree a thing, seeing it being established. My salvation is about me being a seed of Abraham, who's the father of faith. Just like he told Abraham that, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, he says that I will bless you. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. And I will make your name great. Yes, he will. He said, I'll curse those who curse you and I'll bless those who bless you. Yes, I'm going to do everything for you, God says. God told Abram, he says, fear not, Abraham, for I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. It's not your education. It's not your connection. It's not the fact that you go to the gym and you're in great shape. It's not the fact that you're married to a Hollywood actor or a big-time all-star athlete. God is my shield and my exceedingly great reward. He says that if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And he's going to speak these commandments to you. Yes, he's referring to the Ten Commandments, which no man can keep. It was the blood of Jesus and his awesome sacrifice on our behalf that allowed those commandments to be fulfilled. Now the commandment is fulfilled when I simply come into a relationship with him and I learn how to love the Lord thy God with all my heart, hallelujah, with all my soul, with all my strength and all my mind. And when God equips me in time to love my neighbor, likewise, I'm fulfilling the Ten Commandments. But there are other commandments that are specific for me for God to take me to my journey, to walk the path that is only ordained for me to walk so that I can do that thing for which I was created to do. God wants to place me in my own garden of Eden in the name of Jesus so that I can hear his voice, so that he can bring things into my life like he did Adam, that I am to specifically handle. And just like Adam, God is going to plant me into the eastward of my garden, wherever that is in the world and whatever industry that is. But even in that industry, I'm going to be a, a, a supernatural being living a natural existence. So my paycheck will be a paycheck, but it is not my source in the name of Jesus. I can live beyond my means because I'm living by faith. And when I live beyond my means, I owe no man nothing because Jesus tells us, the Bible tells us to owe no man nothing but love. That debt is not our portion. Yes, we can come to the Lord in debt. We can come to the Lord depressed. We can come to the Lord downtrodden. But we should not stay that way in the name of Jesus. We must mature into the things of God. Because the word of God was given for the equipping of the saints. Hallelujah. We are to be equipped to be more than conquerors. To be overcomers through Christ Jesus who loved us. Yes, we have an unction from the Holy Ghost and we know all things, not some things. We know all things. Yes, because we can hear his voice. Deuteronomy 4 and 36, out of the heavens I created thee that you might hear my voice, that I might instruct thee. Yes, Cain and Abel, Adam's sons. You know the story. Cain rose up and killed Abel. But yet Cain could still hear God's voice even though he was in sin. God
God still spoke to him. The Lord asked Cain in Genesis 4 and 9, and the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And we know Cain heard him because he said, I know not, am I my brother's keeper? You see, and you keep on reading through the Bible, you'll see that Enoch walked with God. And we know if he walked with God, he most certainly could hear his voice because he was not. God took him. Enoch being the great grandfather of Noah. We know that Noah heard God's voice because Noah was a just man. He was righteous and perfect in his generation. So because he was righteous and perfect in this evil generation, he qualified for the grace of God to come upon his life and to receive the warning of what God was going to do because man's imagination was evil from his youth and all he was doing were things that were unpleasing to God. So God wanted a new start, a fresh start, but he needed a man to be the vessel for that to happen. And Noah was that man. Noah could hear his voice, but he not only heard his voice, he took heed to his voice and he followed God closely step by step. And as a result of Noah's obedience, as a result of Noah's hearing, Noah's wife, Noah's three sons and their wives, all of the animals that were above the ark were all blessed because of Noah. Hallelujah. Blessed by association. That's another message at another time. But it is real. I am blessed by association. The man or woman that, that is in my life of God, of course, I'm speaking of not just natural people because these blessings by association are also natural. Yeah, who you know sometimes in the world can be a blessing to you because God uses people to open doors. God uses people to help elevate you. There's no doubt about that. But we're speaking on the supernatural level. That when you're connected to one that's chosen of God, that's anointed of God, you can get prophetic utterings into your life. Your life can look upside down, but yet they'll come and speak sunshine. Hallelujah. They'll come and speak prosperity. They'll come and speak love. They'll come and speak wholeness in your brokenness because they can hear from God, blessed by association. My brothers and my sisters, in this day and time that we're living in, let our eye be single and our body will be full of light. Let us incline our ear to hear the voice of the Lord. Let us seek him while he may be found. Let us seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and prove that all these other things shall be added unto you, that you don't have to seek them, that you don't have to hunt for them, that you don't have to sell your soul to gain them, that your Lord, your Savior, your God loved you enough who created you in his image, his likeness will do for you what he did for others. But you must come into the knowledge of what this requires. Don't allow your ignorance to lead to your destruction. Don't allow religion or the tradition of religion, just knowing scriptures, but not surrendering for the scriptures to take complete hold of you and make you new from the inside out. Keep you from your divine inheritance. Yes, it's a new year. So you must become a new man. Yes, God is real, but your relationship, your commitment must be real. Created to hear God's voice. Every man that God greatly used, that God greatly blessed, could hear his voice. Every woman. This is the foundational principle.
principle, first requirement in walking in the fullness of the things of God is hearing his voice. Not I think I heard, not something told me. No, no, no. God said to me clearly, and because I know it was God, I will stand. I shall not be moved. It matters not what your opinion is. It matters not what your title is. It matters not that you will walk away from me. All of that is fine and dandy. Because one thing I know, the Bible says in Psalms 41 and 11, by this I know that God favors me because my enemies do not triumph over me. My brothers and my sisters, in the name of Jesus, let us pray. As this word goes forth in 2022 into your life, that you may take heed, serious heed, urgent heed to the fact that you were created to hear God's voice. Cut off the television, cut off the rap, the R&B, the worldly songs, fill your heart with the healing balm of Gilead from gospel music, from music that edifies the body of Christ, from music that uplifts the person of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Renew your mind in divine things. Don't stay stuck in the flesh on the level of the flesh because the problems that you've allowed in your life, the problems you've created in your life, and the problems that the enemy has brought in your life cannot be solved. They will not be eliminated. They will not disappear on the same level that they happen with which is the natural level, supernatural intervention in the name of Jesus. Dear God, our Heavenly Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that you bless these words, oh Heavenly Father, that is being spoken out of my mouth, oh Heavenly Father. Let them fall on good ground into fertile soil, oh Heavenly Father, into hearts, oh Heavenly Father, that are tired of being tired, oh Heavenly Father, into minds, oh Heavenly Father, that have repented that have changed their mind to understand that they must humble themselves and become as little children to hear your voice, to enter into the kingdom of God, to receive the things in which you have from them, that they no longer live as dogs, oh Heavenly Father, looking for the scraps that fall from the world's table, that they will really walk in the fullness of understanding of what it means, oh Heavenly Father, to be the head and not the tail, Lord Jesus, to be the lender and not the borrower, Lord Jesus to be able to do the greater works in which Jesus said, oh, Heavenly Father, he that believed in me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Let this be the year of amazing manifestation. Let this be the moment of greater anointings, oh, Heavenly Father. What manner of love is this, hallelujah, that God has bestowed upon us and called us the sons of God? It is divine love. I speak blessings over the hearers of this word, oh, Heavenly Father, and I speak, O oh Heavenly Father, the assistance, O oh Heavenly Father, of the Holy Ghost, who was sent back to lead and guide us into all truth, that the hearers were going to be doers, O oh Heavenly Father, and reproduce in the lives of others what is being reproduced in theirs. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Hallelujah.